Hey everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Prerequisite, the Penn State Shenango podcast. We have a fun episode on the way for you today. Let's get started. We are back and ready to roll. Super excited about today's episode. Very unique episode for all of our listeners today. Um, beautiful day. It's cooling down a little bit. Can't complain. Um, officially married now. Yay. So I'm nice. so excited. That, that's ex- that's exciting. Um, it doesn't feel any different. <laughs> I should have taken a week off. Uh, yes. Everyone's 100% yes. correct in what they have. say. They're like, you need to go on a honeymoon or you need to take some time off. I have never been so tired for a straight week in my entire life. So um, I've learned I've learned my lesson. Hopefully I never have to do it again. Yeah, you better not. <laughs> better not. Anyways, um, why don't we go ahead and jump to our announcements and start there. Why don't we start with Cassandra? Why don't we go with your announcements and then I'll do more clerical stuff. Sure, because this will be out the first week of classes, so welcome back to campus, everybody. Um, Just a reminder, we do have Back to School Bash on Wednesday the 24th at 12.15. It will be under the tent um, by Forker. It'll be on the lawn. You'll see all the tents, all the chairs. There'll be free food. There'll be games and activities and music. Just come out and say hi. Get your free T-shirt. They're first come, first serve, so make sure you come to that. As well as there's wiffle ball for certain off intramural strong the first week of classes. Um, there is a sign up sheet if you want to sign up ahead of time. Otherwise, you're welcome to just come to the intramural field behind the uh, parking lot by the bookstore. And we will be out there from 12:15 to 1:15 on Friday the 26th. Nice, nailed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did, Erica. Yeah. I'm still looking for mine, so please <laughs> <All> go <right>. on. <laughs> I guess mine is more uh, maintenance related just for our students, but also faculty and staff as well. There's a lot of construction going on with the parking lots. Hopefully it's done by the first day of classes, but just in case it isn't, um, please just be aware of that. If you see cones, don't go forward. If you see giant divots <laughs> in the pavement, don't go forward. And, uh, you know, we have plenty of parking on campus, so there really shouldn't be any issue finding space. But I did want people to be aware that that was happening. Hey, are we going to have ice cream on? Yes, we okay. will have Penn State ice cream. <laughs> Flavors to be announced at a later date <laughs> after we see what we have left over from pre-exam jam. Touche. You can totally skip my announcements because I wasn't prepared. Really not scholarship dinner? Yeah, mm-hmm. but, you know, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse there. Scholarship dinner, October 13th. Invitations have not been sent out yet, so please do not furiously look at your mail. Um, (laughs) I'm getting to it, I promise. But please just mark your calendar. It's October 13th at the Corinthian. It'll be a party of some kind. No doubts. Absolutely. Their food wasn't bad. (laughs) Uh, It was pretty good a a few weeks ago. So Yes, I love their food. I enjoyed it very much. Bruce, any announcements from you? I'll do the usual ones. Okay. Hey, don't forget, uh, if you haven't got <laughs> Wi-Fi set up on your devices or Microsoft Office, so like Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and stuff like that, or if you're interested in Adobe software like Photoshop, you can get it all free through IT, so swing on by. What about Adobe Audition? It's in there. Okay, nice. I have one it's more. Sweet, Ooh. So. Nice. Sorry. No, good. We're hiring. 
Oh. If you want a job in the fitness center, uh, preferably if you are federal work study, if you don't know if you are eligible for federal work study, talk to Sean O'Neill and financial aid or come see me and I can do some digging for you. Um, the fitness center is going to be staffed between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. So no weekends, no evenings to worry about um, while you're here on campus. It's nice to get paid a little bit while you're here. So come and see me. We're also hiring for the Nittany Lion uh, mascot as well must be someone that is a member of Penn State to represent us. If you're curious about the requirements for that, please also come and see Student Affairs. Nice. Love it. All right. Oh. Let's move on to our guests today. We actually have both of the hosts of the New Generation podcast. I was able to join them. I don't even know how long ago. It feels like forever, <laughs> but it probably wasn't that long. And I had an absolute blast with them. Um, so today... On the hot seat, we welcome Janae Avery and Tanner Mondock to prerequisite the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having us. Of course. Happy to be here. Ecstatic. <laughs> we had so much fun talking with you, so it was great that we were able to come down here and talk to you guys. Of course. Yeah. I promise. So I can't can't lie to you too. So But our show is short. We only do like 15 20 I know. minutes. So I don't know if I could talk to you for an hour. <laughs> but I feel like with both of you we, we can make this work. So it'll we'll be it'll, fine. Yeah, we'll yeah. be fine. There's plenty of content. And I guess the easiest way to do is to start with the new generation. Um, and we'll just do boilerplate stuff. So how did it get started? What's it about and where can we find it? Yeah. Um, well, I guess, you know, I've been with the Herald for three years. It's something I've always wanted to do. I did one in college. I went to YSU. Um, we did one with uh, our student newspaper, the Jam Bar, called the Jamcast. And I loved doing it. So I knew when I started at the Herald, I wanted to do one. Um, and so, you know, it was just something I always wanted to do. And then eventually Janae came along and Yeah, so I are. was hired in December of 2021. Um, so once I got hired in, they wanted me to start incorporating some more things to reached the younger generation. So one of those things was a podcast and Tanner was already excited about the idea. So we kind of just put our heads together and we came up with the idea of the new generation podcast. And from there, we just kind of got rolling. It was funny because we're almost probably like a year and a half, a year and a half in. But when we started, we started on our phones. We were recording. <laughs> yeah. so we would have like groups of people come in and we were just on this little phone passing it around. Right. <laughs> I mean, they were great episodes, but you can definitely tell the difference from now. We actually have a studio. We have microphones. We're way more mm -hmm. professional. Um, so we've come a long way from yeah. the very beginning. We had to, you know, make our bosses trust us first. Yeah. You know, we had to make sure they knew like, hey, we can do this. Let's put some money into it. Like, let's get this thing going. So, yeah. No, it's been fun. We feel your pain. We started on Zoom. So, yeah. okay. Yeah. We've had to do a couple of those. Yeah. So where can we find your podcast? Uh, anywhere, really. Um, yeah. I guess SharonHerald.com, obviously. Um, a couple of places you can find it on there. But, you know, we're on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and wherever else Anchor throws it out to. Yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> right. yep. Same, same. Totally understand that. Yep. And we always advertise our episodes now. We do like a promotion um, every Saturday. So you can kind of see who our new guests will be of the week and kind of mm -hmm. what we're talking about. Um, so that's a great way to kind of know like what's coming up this week. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, it comes out every Saturday, too. So typically like early in the morning. Yeah. So And I can't remember, so correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys record twice a week? Just once. Oh, just once? I mean, okay, so it's very similar to us. Yeah. I mean, I also do a sports podcast as well, the New Generation Sports Report. But oh. it's kind of our longtime sports editor, Ed Farrell, he retired. So it's kind of been on a hiatus for a little bit. Sure. But with football season starting up again, that's actually going to be starting up here soon. So get that plug off. Uh, check that out here <laughs> in the next two weeks. So yeah. That's cool. 
I won't ask you to tell me your favorite guest, um, but maybe like, do you guys have like very unique interviews that you've done that are memorable in some way, form or fashion? Yeah, Tanner and I probably have different ideas of our favorite episode. I couldn't probably say what his favorite episode (laughs) would be because we've done some really strange episodes and then some really great episodes. Well, they're all great, but our topics have wide range. So I would say one of my favorite or if I had to say two of my favorites, um, we did a um, series where we talked about the opioid epidemic. Um, so we did a three-part series where we brought in someone who was like a doctor and could tell us like the, you know, the different um, things about opioids and how people struggle with them. And then we also brought on someone who actually had an opioid addiction. Um, so that was kind of cool just to kind of hear like from that person how they've struggled over time and how they kind of got hooked onto the drug. Um, so that was one of my favorite series that we did. And then we also did one with Dante Marshall, um, who is a feral native and has came back and done different murals all over Farrell. Um, and every time he comes into Farrell, he always checks on Tanner and I. He's like, hey, like I have a mural that I'm working on. So that's pretty cool. You know, I'm from Farrell. So seeing someone come back and give to the community with beautifying it, um, that's one of the episodes that I really like too. Yeah, he should be painting every wall in this entire <laughs> area. I mean, he's, he's wonderful. Um, but yeah, no, definitely the Opioid Epidemic series. Um, and then also we did a, a Crime of Punishment series too. Yeah. When... Uh, Jeff Garrett, our former editor, was still over at the Herald. Um, he kind of worked with us on that. And like one of those that stuck out was, um, of course, I'm, I'm horrible with names, but I forget his name now. But we talked to someone who spent 30 plus years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. Um, and so we just talked to him about that experience and, you know, like what that was like. But um, but no, definitely my favorite. I think this is one Janae was thinking about. But we had uh, paranormal investigators on the show <laughs> on <laughs> Halloween. Um and that was amazing. I mean, they came on, they talked about their experience. I mean, I'd actually been ghost hunting with them once before on a previous Halloween uh, for a Herald story. Um, but no, they came on, they talked about like, you know, what goes into that. And then they also brought like audio recordings too from what they claimed to be ghosts. So that was, that's probably my favorite still. That was really cool. And I will say I was completely nervous editing after the fact. Like, I didn't want to edit by myself at home. I was like, I asked my boyfriend to come over because while I do believe in, like, ghosts and spirits and stuff, I just, that's not the type of things that I like to play with. No, so, I get it. Yeah. yeah. So Tanner was like, let's do it. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. yeah. It's a two-person operation. You know, we got to give a little bit sometimes. But, um yeah, I don't know. We'll think of something less scary for this Halloween. Hopefully so. <laughs> Which is coming up. You got to start thinking about that. I know that's true. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm going to ask just maybe one or two more questions before I let everyone else. Sorry, I feel like I'm hogging the spotlight. Oh, no, you're cool. You're good. Uh, <laughs> so you both um, have mentioned sports. Yeah. Yes. So I guess, uh, Tanner, I'll, I'll uh, start with you and then I'll switch over to Janae. With the sports podcast, like, what are you hoping to accomplish with that? Um, you know, similar to the main new generation podcasts, you know, we keep it really simple. So, cause we know that like our listeners might not want to sit down and listen to something too long. You know, we're just, we're starting out new. Most people they're okay with just reading the newspaper or like the stories we put up on the website. So like our goal with these podcasts is, you know, like keep them short, only do like the essential information. You know, the new generation is just like, we bring a guest on interview them, the sports one. Um, it'll just be me, the sports editor talking, you know, about like some of the games we saw, uh, the previous week, what's coming up, um, and then just talk about, you know, like little other like notes and stuff that's going on in the sports world. So, you know, we just try to keep it real simple. We'll have the occasional guest on. 
Um, but yeah, no, just real simple basics, get the information out, what we think about what's going on. Um, but yeah, no, we just keep it real simple. <laughs> <laughs> Is sports something you're passionate about? Yeah, you know, it's it's funny because I never used to be. Like growing up, you know, Steelers fan, Pirates fan, you know, like I enjoy football and baseball and stuff, but it was never something I wanted to do like professionally. But um, like all throughout college, like as a photographer, I never did anything with sports. But then when I was hired at the Herald, you know, they said like, hey, you know, you're gonna have to do sports every now and then. Um, and no, I just ended up just loving it. Just the aspects of sports photojournalism is just, it's so much fun. It's just, I think it's something about high school sports too, in particular, you know, like they're just, they're kids, they're not playing for money. Um, they're just out there having fun just because they like playing the sport. Um, and that just, that really comes across, especially like, you know, playoff basketball time. Like I don't even like basketball as a sport, but like <laughs> shooting it is, it's so much fun. Um, cool. I mean, there's so much emotions and so much energy in these tiny high school gymnasiums. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. Very cool. Now, Janae, I know you are very passionate about sports. Yes. Um, I, <laughs> I have so many questions about what, what it was like working, you know, pit and Steeler games. Um, but let me just start with, you know, how did you get interested in, in, in sports and sports journalism and all that? Yeah. So when I was in high school, I played every sport. I played basketball, volleyball, softball, <laughs> a little bit of track. So I was very active in sports in high school. And then when I went to college, I went to West Virginia University, which is a D1 school. Mm -hmm. So sports is huge there. Oh, like yeah. if you haven't heard about the Mountaineers, <laughs> I don't know how you haven't. Um, it's quite crazy there. Um, so when I was a freshman, I originally went in as a communications major and I took a few classes and it was okay, but it wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. So then my junior year or no, my sophomore year, I ended up switching to journalism. So I went in as broadcast journalism and I took a few journalism classes and I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. So I, when you are in journalism, you kind of work in front of the camera, they want you to be like the MMJ, kind of like the reporter on the news. And I realized that was cool, but I much prefer being behind the scenes. So there was a club that you can join. It was called the Mountaineers Video Athletics Club. So they kind of teach you the ins and outs behind the scenes. So you do the technical working. Like I had the opportunity of doing replay. So whenever you're watching a game and you're seeing like what happens and they replay it, that's what I got to do. And I got to do some technical directing. And technical directing is basically the different shots that you see when they cut from cameras. Um, there's an actual person who selects those shots. So you have a person who's a director who's telling you to click from this shot to that shot to this shot to that shot. So basically it's like, you're able to tell the story. So who, whoever the viewer is, you're showing them the story from the director. So I got the opportunity of doing all of that, doing camera work, and I kind of fell in love with it because, like I said, I had the experience in front of the camera. It wasn't for me. But behind the camera, it's really cool because you get to learn the ins and outs of the actual of everything that goes on. So I got that experience at WVU. And since it is such a big sports school, I got to do volleyball, football, basketball. Wrestling wasn't my favorite, <laughs> <laughs> but wrestling was nice. Um, gymnastics. So it was just a great experience because it was such a big sports school that I got to do so many different sports and kind of dibbled and dabbed in everything. Um, but I will say that football is my favorite. Like football is crazy. If you ever get the chance to go to Mountaineer Stadium during football season, it is electrifying. Like just being there, it, it's a really great experience. So I got that experience and 
The nice thing about WVU is they also plug you in with other um, major sports networks. So ESPN, Fox Sports, they're always giving you opportunities to reach out and grow. So I had that experience while I was a student working with ESPN and Fox. So now that I had that experience, now that I'm in the real world, they reach out to me and they're like, hey, do you want to work games? So I got the opportunity of working my first pit game last year. And then after that, I got to work the Pittsburgh Pirates, I mean, Pittsburgh Steelers game and yeah, it's just been a whirlwind since then. That's super cool. That can can awesome. confirm Mountaineer football is nuts. Can confirm. Yes, I have friends who are Mountaineers and they they are nuts. Yeah. I don't <laughs> die hard fans. <laughs> yeah, they are yeah. hardcore. Their houses, WVU, yeah. everything. I'm like, wow, okay, you Winner graduated. Yeah, yeah, I'll say <laughs> some wild stuff goes on those games that uh, I, I probably shouldn't say in the podcast, but <laughs> if you get a chance to go, it, it, is, it is very cool. So. I even saw some crazy things at pit games too. Like, oh, yeah. Because I mm-hmm. shot two of those last year and yeah, that. No, you see some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, college football is like a religion for most, so yeah. without a doubt. Looking forward to football season. It, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, and the first game this year is actually WVU versus Pitt, so I'm oh, wow. to be able to work that game. When you work, you're not supposed to like root for any team, but you know, secretly I'll wear like a WVU of course, of course. They, <laughs> they don't have to know. Is that, where are they playing that? They're playing at Pitt. Oh, oh. Okay. okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm sorry, I'm going to ask another question. So we don't have a journalism degree or anything really like that. Um, I mean, you know, we do have corporate communications now, which I guess maybe could lend itself to, uh, you know, working in that field someday. But, you know, if we did have students that were interested, what what are some recommendations that you guys would have? What's it like working in the field and maybe just some tips that you would give them? I'd say probably the most important thing is... um, you know, if there isn't just like a standard journalism course you can take, just take as many like writing courses. If that's okay. what you want to do, if you want to report, if you want to write, you know, if you know how to write and write well, then that's good enough. And then also like know how to talk to people. Um, you know, I being a photographer, I don't have to do it as much. So, you know, like whatever. But like it's it is important to learn how to talk to people, listen to them um, and also like let them talk. You know, don't have like some other type of, you know, like you're trying to get this particular story done or whatever, you know, like let them talk, you know, just listen real well and, you know, just have good people skills, you know. And I agree with Tanner. Like you said, take as much writing courses as you can. If you're an English major, that always kind of ties in with journalism as well. Um, So as long as you have like strong writing skills, you'll be good. And I know depending on where you're trying to go in the world, if you are working for like smaller papers like Tanner and I, we kind of do a little bit of everything. (laughs) So it's important to kind of be well-rounded. Like I'm sure Tanner didn't expect to be a photographer and have a podcast and (laughs) have to do this and that. So you kind of do a little bit of everything. So as long as you have those skills sets as you're going into the workforce, it's it's really important to just know like what you may be introduced to and kind of be prepared for it going in. Yeah. And definitely uh, video is becoming more and more important. Um, Everyone should know how to do that. Uh, Know how to take photos um, because, you know, the photographer me isn't always available. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, just learn how to write and just learn how to do it all, basically. (laughs) Do everything. Yeah, Yeah. because that helps a lot. If you're starting to look at places, if you know how to do a little bit of everything, yeah, that's that looks good. That's cool. It sounds like Pensy Chenango. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like our job. Like they work here. You do a little bit of everything. <laughs> yep. Right? So, uh, can I 
And I oh, please, in. please. Yeah. Okay. I'm I feel sorry. like I'm stealing everybody's But no, thunder. you were on a roll. I didn't want to <laughs> stop you. You're doing a great job. I have to pinch myself for one time. Like, I need to stop. No, go ahead. So these days, it feels like everybody and their mom is doing a podcast for one reason or another. So if you have, if, say those students want to start a podcast in their basement or something, what would you say the do's and don'ts of creating a podcast are? Of having good content and making it interesting? Good question. Um, I guess just be interesting to like, I don't know, I guess it sounds weird, but like, cause there, there are so many, mm-hmm. you know, you have to be able to do something that's unique. So I guess if like, if you have like an interesting, like niche topic, you know, or something that maybe you want to focus on, um, probably don't do true crime or any of that. <laughs> any of those. Um, just, yeah, try and find your own special topic. Or if you're funny or something, that's probably enough, you know, mm-hmm. Just get on and talk into a mic for half hour, hour or whatever, if you're funny. So, or have cool guests on, you know, but, um, yeah. Yeah. And I would say the biggest thing is sometimes it can be intimidating. Mm -hmm. So kind of just start, like start jotting down, like what you want to do, what you want to talk about, who you want to talk about. And once you kind of have those basics, um, you can go from there. Um, Anchor is what we use and it's mm-hmm. pretty much self-explanatory. It's easy. It sets you up. It gives you like tones, like music if you want to like pre-record like your intro. So nowadays it's so easy to start a podcast. Literally, like you mm-hmm. said, anyone can start a podcast. Yeah. So it's just kind of getting those basics down and knowing what you want to talk about and going from there. And yeah. I mean, you may not know who your audience is going into it, but you'll you'll figure it out. And Anchor does a good job at kind of showing like your mm-hmm. demographics as well. Um, I know when Tanner and I first started, our goal was to reach the younger generation, but um, our demographics kind of they're a wide range. Like mm-hmm. we have a little bit of like eighteen through twenty five, and like thirty five to um, I want to say what was like. 50 yeah. it, it, it definitely has a wide range so 18 to 40 i think is yeah, the highest yeah yeah, oh, wow. yeah. so it just kind of depends yeah. yeah do people feel like um i get we, we always say like our students always feel like a celebrity when they're on the podcast and they're like, <laughs> they can't wait to show their family and friends like do you get that sense from your guests that they feel like i don't want to say important but like celebrity status right like they're important enough to be on a podcast most of them are nervous. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. I mean, at least like with us, you know, we do have like a lot of, you know, higher profile people on there sometimes. Okay. But a lot of times it's just like, you know, you're average person or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like you have an interesting story to tell or something, you know, you had some some amazing thing happen to you and like we want to hear your story and share it on the podcast. So it's, you know, um, yeah, I mean, I don't see it all the time. But yeah, a lot of people are nervous when they come on. And we really do appreciate it, like, when our guests advertise their episodes as well, because we're constantly trying to expand our audience. So that is really nice when we have a guest who's excited about their episode coming out and they're sharing it as many times as possible, because that definitely helps, you know, reach it. Mm -hmm. Because we're only a year in. So, yeah, yeah, keep sharing us. (laughs) And surprisingly enough, there are still people who don't know that we have a podcast. So that kind of hurts when that happens. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. we've been doing this for a year. (laughs) But, yeah. No, it is really cool. I mean, I, I remember when I first heard about it, I was like, that's really unique. Yeah. I'm glad someone's doing that because yep. I don't know. I, I I feel like I don't want to speak for my generation, but like I don't buy any papers, like none, mm-hmm. like not a national paper, not a, you know, nope. I just, I'll just look at stuff online or, yeah. or follow like, like I do follow the Herald on Facebook. 
I so, follow on yeah. Twitter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no, I I think that's such a cool yeah. idea. I'm so glad mm-hmm. you guys do it. Yeah. Truthfully. Well, and I guess just to brag for a second, uh, shortly after your episode, actually, uh, the Keystone Media Awards, it's just like, you know, yeah. awards for the press or whatever, you know, in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And we took first place for podcasts for pod oh, for circulation awesome. under ten thousand. So that's awesome. awesome. Best in the state. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just had to get that in there. No. Yeah. yeah. Please do plug, yeah. plug away. Yeah. We, we we're shameless when it comes to this type of stuff. So we'll gladly <laughs> as much as possible. Yeah. Can I ask a couple questions? Ask away, please. Because I like some of the answers you guys gave. Totally not the same question for each of you, but you have thirty plants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't even keep one up. alive. Like, I'm going to be honest. I kill, like, cactus. Well, so like here's the thing about plants. I've done that, too. <laughs> they want to live. <laughs> Do they, though? They don't want to die. <laughs> so, like, a lot of times with plants, like, if you're killing a lot, just, like, kind of take, like, a hands-off approach to them, you okay. know? Like, don't worry too much about it. Okay. Like, But, like, what if I forget then? Because then it's, like dying in the corner like shriveling up. some are okay with that. <laughs> you know some are like they need neglect like they need okay. to just sit in a dark dark corner and you know like do nothing but okay. like yeah it's they they want to live so you know like a lot of people when they get plants they they feel like oh i need to water it every couple of days oh i see dry soil on the top yeah. i need to water it right now and it's like that is like the worst thing you can probably do <laughs> um so i'd say yeah start with the easy plants the low light ones but um yeah i've it's becoming quite the obsession. I, I don't live in a very big apartment at all. And yeah, I have 30 of them. Over. Yeah. <laughs> but I have very nice south facing windows. So that helps. So plenty of light comes in. Um, but yeah, no, 30. Wow. How did you than- get to 30? <laughs> I mean, every um, trip. <laughs> yeah, I haven't bought a new one in a while. Um, but just like when I first moved in, like I wanted to like, decorate with them mm-hmm. and it just kind of you know you're just out and it Lowe's is right there so you just you know you stop <laughs> or like I don't know if I see a new greenhouse mm-hmm. like in Pittsburgh or something I'm gonna stop so yeah I mean and I have some cool like rare ones you know and stuff so yeah I think the most I've ever spent on one was like 40 or 50 oh that's not bad. yeah so that's not bad. Oh, some of them go for like insane amounts I don't doubt yeah. that yeah yeah I'm not I, getting any of those yeah. <laughs> My plants are alive. I mean, Alex has no, one. No, not the I one do. in your office. It's dead. Well, that one, to be fair, that I didn't really consider that my plant. Okay. But I have a snake plant and a Japanese peace lily. Mm. Both are doing well. Yeah. Snake thriving. plants, you can't kill them. Yeah. That's so good to hear. Yeah, she honestly, <laughs> I should like get one of those. <laughs> yeah, they're really, yeah, they're so easy. Yeah. And they're, they're good. They're good for what they produce oxygen yep. and help mm-hmm. purify the air. Yeah. So. The I have them. mess with them? No. Okay. No. That's my big concern. That's important. A lot of plants are toxic. So, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, if you have pets, check on that. I know a lot of mine are toxic, but I can't have pets, so. Mm. Ah. But yeah, no, snake, when I mention neglect, that's what I do with my snake plants. Like, I can't even tell you the last time I watered. One of them, (laughs) I think it's going on like three months last time I watered it. Oh, then I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Love that. That's my kind of plant. Yeah. No, they're indestructible. (laughs) It's like covered in dust, too. But yeah, no. (laughs) Love that. Yeah. Well, it's actually a good segue into my question for Janae. You have a dog? I do. What kind of dog? She is... Honestly, I'm not sure. <laughs> That's fine. Those are the best. It was given to me from a previous relationship and it was a free dog. So I was like, oh, a free cute dog. I'll take it. Um, I'm pretty sure she is a mutt. I believe she's pit mm-hmm. mixed with a lab. Oh, but yeah. she's What's her adorable. name? Zori. Oh, oh I, love I love that, that name. Yes. 
How old is she? She <laughs> is four. She just turned four in August. So well, her and my dog August. could be best friends because they're both four. Yes. So they could be best friends. I love doggy dates. The nice thing is she is so active. And I used to live in West Virginia. So it was like hills mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And she's an outside dog. Really, she's an inside dog who thinks she's an outside dog. But <laughs> you can't tell her that. And. The one bad thing about here is they don't have as many dog parks, mm-hmm. yeah, which right. is sad because in West Virginia, there's like a dog park on every corner. Yeah. Like, in Pittsburgh, there were everywhere when yeah. I lived down there. Yeah. So. so I feel bad for her sometimes. She just kind of lays outside and she's like, I'm sunbathing. There's the one in Mercer. <laughs> have you gone to that one? I haven't. I haven't either, but I heard it's nice and that there's okay. like it's fenced in because I have a boxer lab mixed, the four year old, and, and I haven't taken him yet because I'm afraid of the puppy being there. But right. him, he would love it. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. yeah. I know there is one in Beale Park. Um, they said it's like a, a subscription you have to set yeah. up for. Yeah. There's oh. a key fob that yeah. you have to yeah. do yeah. to get into that one. Unless if you go with somebody that... Yeah. You're not supposed to do yeah. that. <laughs> just saying. Just we'll put saying. that on a low. Yeah. <laughs> we always ask dog questions. You'll realize yes. that. Like, we're big. We're dog people. Well, and cat people. And cat people Plus for it, Bruce. Most of them are dog people. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, My dogs too. just happen to like to eat cats, probably. They've never Aww. done it, but I have a feeling oh, they would. Nice. <laughs> especially Denver. No, especially Freya. Yeah, I was going to say Freya's probably yeah, more Freya likely. Yeah, Freya much more likely. There's a white cat that's been stalking my house um, for the past two days. Literally, <laughs> it's been going around the house like every night at like midnight. Oh, my gosh. And uh, I get woken up by these growls from Denver and Freya looking out this window, their hair sticking straight up. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yes. Um, well, let me ask. Let me ask you both questions about about maybe your passions. So, Tanner, let's start with you. Um, we've had a ton of students on the podcast that are avid gamers. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me about that. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's just something I've been doing my whole life. Uh, you know, started off with the Game Boy, loved Pokemon, um, and it's just <laughs> went on. From there, it's just it's literally it's all I do. Um, basically, I get home from work and that's what I'm doing. Or You're I'll watch a PC a movie gamer or though, right? I I just got a PC uh, okay. this week, but um, I have a PS5 okay. and I have a Switch, so I usually tend to try to have a couple different <laughs> no, I like platforms. It. I like so, but yeah, no, I yeah, the new development now is yeah, I bought uh, a gaming PC off my brother. Um, it was a huge headache this week just to do a factory reset on it, believe it or not. So, um, but no, I figured it out. And yeah, so now I'm one of those guys with all the different colors around like the thing and, you know, multiple monitors and stuff. So that's me now. So yeah, no, I, I love it. What's your favorite games to play or maybe your favorite game of all time? That's a hard question. Uh, That is a really hard question. Uh, if I had to like pick a couple like favorite games of all time, uh, Pokemon Emerald was a game like when I was a kid, like that I would like play it to completion, start it over again, and do it all the way over again. Like I can't do that anymore. Like um, too many other games to play. Um, also, I'm a big fan of the Mass Effect uh, series. Mass Effect Two is a good one. Um, but you know, more recently, like Zelda Breath of the Wild, that was a great one. Nice. Um, but no, I I really don't discriminate against any type of game. Like I'll play anything. So. Amen to that. I love them all. I dig it. I don't want to date myself and talk about games that I used to love to yeah. play. Well, so let's hear it. 
I'm like, mm. um, <laughs> I skipped one. Uh, one game that. Um, and what system well, you played? It's in. not. Oh, oh man. see, why are we going see, there? I can't, <laughs> for him at least. I can't remember what game uh, or what system is on, but I mean, obviously, Travis and I have talked about Sega and um, Super Nintendo, but one game that I played probably until it stopped working, actually, it did stop working. And <laughs> maybe this is really obscure, but it was a game called Saints Row. Oh, yeah. I yeah. remember that game. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> honestly was obsessed with that game. Like, I. I could not stop playing. I don't. I don't even remember how old I was when I when I first started playing it. But it's um, somewhat similar to like Grand. Yes. Theft Auto. Yes. Yeah. But okay. it was like it was so like far fetched. Like it was like Grand Theft Auto was at least somewhat realistic. Saints Row was just like yeah. so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I it just it was something that like captivated me, and I I just I played it till it stopped working. The disc just stopped. Yeah. So <laughs> I totally understand the obsession. <laughs> I feel like I have less time to play now, but um, Oh, I know. Yeah. If I, I just could. get so tired when I get home. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. You're just like, uh Yeah. And all my friends, like they get off work like way earlier than I do yeah. most of the time. And so like they've already been like, you know, doing stuff like all day already. By the time I get home, I'm just like, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm like done after an hour or two. <laughs> And yeah, it sucks, but yeah, I have yeah. friends that are like, let's get on and play Call of Duty. I'm like, no. Yeah. Well, one, I'm terrible. So <laughs> that's I, why I, I want to yeah. play with you. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. like you start playing and they're like, hey, could you just not bring us down so much? I'm like, <laughs> no, I've, I've told you I'm not good. So I, I don't know what you're expecting. But yeah, like when they're playing till like one or two in the morning. Yeah. No, I used to, that was me in high school. Yeah. yeah, one or two, three o'clock in the morning, you know, not showering for a couple of days. Like, <laughs> that, was, that was me. I'll never forget we had three snow days in a row and I didn't shower each of those three days. Oh, it was dear. right after one of the Call of Duties came out. Okay. Um, so it was like perfect so timing. So it was in November or whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. And I mean, it was, but, um, okay. but yeah, hey, Modern Warfare 2 is coming out soon. Nice. I get I, the second Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. But yeah, right. Of course. Of course. Just, How many cans of pop did you have on like the desk around you? Oh, see, I've completely given that up now. But back in the day, yeah, the like head. I was only living off of like, yeah, like Mountain Dew, of yep. course. Like, <laughs> and like I mean, half drink cans and yes, you're the reason absolutely. why there's probably ants in the house. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but no, I've, yeah, I've completely given up any type of pop or any like that. So, yeah. I feel that. Love that. All right, Janae, I, I love when people talk about this in the pre-interview. Um, it's something that I always connect with our guests about, but family big family person? I am. Yeah. 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 And especially in growing up in this area, everyone knows my family. Okay. I mean, the Avery last name, you've probably heard it before. Um, my dad's a pastor. My mom's a school teacher. I always tell her she's probably raised everyone's kid. Here. <laughs> so it's, yeah, I'm really big on family. I am the youngest and I'm a girl. So I was born <laughs> spoiled with the, so and then I have two older brothers. Uh, I also have an older sister as well. And I'm really big on family. So they mean when, a lot to me. Whenever we go out and like cover stories, especially in the Farrell area, everyone knows Janae. <laughs> or like just awesome. like, yeah, or the yeah, Avery name. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's nice sometimes. And then sometimes it's like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> especially growing up, you're like, oh, they're going to tell my parents. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I got to ask. Uh, with your family and you being, you know, a sports star your whole life, mm-hmm. any interesting stories or what was your family like at games when you played? Hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any interesting stories. Um, well, I was always active, so I always did like AAU basketball as well. So 
Oh, During the summer, I was always busy. So we would go out and do AAU trips. Um, and the one time we went all the way to Florida and we played at the Disney ESPN World. Oh, yeah. What it's called. Yeah. Um, so funny story. We thought we, we were a good team. However, they had <laughs> great teams there. <laughs> so um, I don't even think we scored double digits that game. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, it was pretty bad. We played a really good team. They were all like very tall. I'm pretty sure they all went to college and like got scholarships. That's how good they were. Um, so we walked off the court at the end of the game. And I was like, that we didn't win. He was like, well, at least you showed up. I said, Because, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty bad game. But it was a great experience. Um, I got to travel a lot doing AU, So it was it was pretty great. That's super cool. Yeah. I imagine you grew up in your dad's church then. Yes. Yeah. So that's all I, I always, I'm always fascinated when, um, I mean, my mom was very active in, in, in our church. Um, so I know kind of what that's like, but what's it like having a, a dad that's, that's a pastor? It's very interesting. So you grow up and you go to church on Sundays, you have uh, meetings do- throughout the <laughs> week, you have to go to Bible study. Um, so, yeah, very busy. And then the one thing is people always have very high expectations of you and your father and your family, higher than they have for themselves sometimes. So that's the one thing that, you know, growing up, you kind of, I didn't really like. Um, but I have a really great appreciation for my father because he takes on so much from, like, the community and just the people around him. So when it comes to pastors, I do have respect for them because it's like people require so much from you and that's a lot. So that was the one thing I did notice growing up in the church is like you should really be more caring and appreciative of the pastor and all the things that they go through because a lot of people don't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Actually, the guy who just married us, um, we met with him a week before the wedding and he, pastors wear more than one hat. They I, will, do. I will say that the th- stuff in the hour and a half we were there, the stuff that he handled, I was like, okay, well, this is probably not something I would enjoy doing. Um, so I guess maybe it's similar to working at the Herald and Pensation Angos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have multiple jobs. So mm-hmm. if you guys have more questions, or we can jump to Triple M, it's up to you. I'm good. I'm good. Are you sure? Mm hmm. All right, I, I guess we'll get them off the hot seat and then we will <laughs> do a little Triple M to move on. We've uh, killed a good amount of time. <laughs> so we're definitely not going to get to all of our Triple M questions, but that's okay. Uh so I'm going to start actually with a question that is not on the list because I was thinking about it oh, no. on the, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's not a bad question because I was thinking about it on, on the car ride in this morning. Uh, we had Danny Hughley on the podcast two weeks ago mm-hmm. and um, actually I think it was an amazing guest. Um, Danny's a huge family person, um, which I, one of the reasons I love talking to him, but he talked about anime a lot and I've had a lot of people like reach out and like, they're like, you know, Maybe I'll give anime a shot. I've heard multiple people talk about it. Or, you know, (laughs) I like cartoons, but I'm not sure I'd be into anime. So I've had a lot of people reach out and um, talk about anime. And even Chuck came in the one day and was like, I I, I still don't know what anime is, but, you know, it sounds cool. So (laughs) I will, uh, 
you know, again, this, this question came to me on the drive in. So let me just ask it. So, oh no, I don't, I lost my train of thought. Oh no, here we go. So, um, what animation or cartoon do you all still watch? Oh, you can list all of them. You can give me your favorite. I have no preference. Would you prefer me start since I came up yes. with the question? Yes. Sure. <laughs> oh man, there's no shortage of things that I still watch. <laughs> First of all, I love going on Disney Plus and just plugging in, you know, Aladdin, Lion King, whatever I'm bored. Um, those those old Disney movies will never never get old to me, except for um, whatever that one that you and Travis really liked. Fantasia, <laughs> come on! A little shade, a little shade in your direction is necessary. Every <laughs> I don't episode. deserve that. <laughs> Do you, no, but you, you like it because of the music portion. I like it because of the music and the animation. It's okay. beautiful. The combination, excellent. Um, I I will always be a fan of '90s cartoons. I know I've mm-hmm. talked about them. Yes. Uh, I love Family Guy and American Dad. Mm. Still watch South Park to this day. It has not gotten old to me. And one cartoon that I've gotten really into over the last, um, actually probably two years since like COVID hit, I've always heard of Rick and Morty, but I've never watched it. I freaking love Rick and Morty. It is so funny. Do any of you watch Rick and Morty? No. no. Oh my goodness. I just started, so I just put it on for the dog. It's so good <laughs> for the dog. Everything Literally. about it is hilarious. But no, I am, you guys know this, I am a man child. So animation and cartoons. <laughs> I, I do, however, not watch anime, but I would, yeah, I, I would be willing to get into it. Though. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, if you're willing to get into it, I'd say, I think a lot of people say this, but the easiest one to get into, if you haven't watched a lot of it, just watch Cowboy Bebop. Cause okay. like, Cowboy what? Bebop. Bebop. Don't, don't watch the live action one I, they just I was, did. Okay. I did that. watch that. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe don't watch it okay. now. You've already soiled it, but like, um, yeah, no, try that one out. That one's just like real easy to get into. And there's a good English dub if you don't want to read subtitles. So. Okay. But my personal favorite of is definitely Evangelion. So, okay, um, yeah. But no, I do like anime. Okay, cool. Danny didn't mention that once. That's no. a new one on my list. It's it's tough. Is it? It's crazy. Yeah, it's tough. It'll yeah. Is it another one of these anime shows that has like a thousand episodes? No, there was only twenty six, and then there's a movie that replaces the last two episodes, and then there's four, three, four movies that uh kind of retelling of the series. Oh, okay. Um, like the first movie is basically just the first couple episodes of the show. Um, but it gets, yeah, no, it's like one of the movies will end and you're just like kind of like staring at the wall for like an hour. It's just kind of. It's, it's not a, it's not a good starter. In <laughs> no, that's why I didn't rec- yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like I watched it and I'm like, what, what, what just happened? Yeah. But the huge payoff is the new one, 3.0 plus 1.0 that just came out. Uh, it's, so cathartic at the end. I mean, you feel so good. You're happy and everything. Because mm-hmm. every other one, it's like sad and everything. The world is ending. But like this one, it's it's happy at the yeah. end. And when he says so. the world is ending, he literally means the world is ending. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I, I dig it. I dig Don't it. start with it, though. No, yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly not. And I learned that two weeks ago with Danny when he was like, you you need to start with like a beginner anime. There's not. You yeah. can't just dive into stuff. So Yeah. Like maybe Dragon Ball 2 would be easy to start okay. with. But yeah. Okay, that's a good one. I like that. I don't watch anime at all, but uh, 90s cartoons are a go-to for me. Like <laughs> the one that there's absolutely no purpose in watching it, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I think you killed brain cells just by watching it. <laughs> but yeah. like, I'll never forget Plank. I'll never forget like half of that stuff in that. But like Scooby-Doo, if it wasn't so cheesy, some of it, like I'll still go back and watch it, but um, that's that was like my go-to as a kid, but then I liked Avatar, like the last Airbender. Oh, yeah. Aang. Mm-hmm. Like I watched all of those, and I was like super into that. But that's as far like I know that's not anime, but that's the only like cartoon show I could do. That's cool. 
Hmm. I've seen a few. Janae, what about you? Um, so I grew up with brothers. So they <laughs> yes. yes. A lot of that, especially my um, middle brother. He loves anime. He still watches anime to this day. I believe one of his favorite shows was Inuyasha. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. So I used to watch that Look a little bit with him. Um, <laughs> he was all into all of that. Like, yeah. Um, as far as cartoons go, I would say like the same thing, like the 90s cartoons. Nowadays, I don't really watch too many cartoons. And uh, surprisingly enough, kids don't even watch cartoons. They all watch YouTube channels. I know. Now, what is that weird. about? I don't know. It is weird. Yeah. They watch other kids do things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've that. talked about yeah. that a million times. Like they watch kids play video games instead of just playing video games. Yeah, mm. it's quite weird, the whole concept of it. Um, but I do have a godson and he likes like the Disney. I have Disney Plus, so yeah. like, I'll turn on that stuff. And my partner, he has kids. So um, Encanto, I've watched that. Oh, yeah. oh, I love Encanto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't talk about Bruno. No, we don't. No, we don't. (laughs) No, no, no. So I I love that movie. Um, Trying to think of some other things. That's basically it. Yeah, I'm much more of a like Law and Order type of person. Yeah, I can watch that all day long. Do you like the regular Law and Order? Do you like Criminal Intent or SVU? Oh, yes, yes. Olivia's my girl. Yes, I feel like she's my best friend in my mind. Like if I was a cop. We would be partners. Anytime I can't find something to watch, I'm like, I'll just put SVU back yeah. on. Like, I'll start at like season eight and just work my and way that's through. The crazy thing is, I started back and I'm like, I've seen all these episodes. I'm running out of episodes at this point. <laughs> right, right. New ones. It, it's quite sad. My boyfriend was like, Is something wrong with you? Did like something happen to you to where you like watching this? I'm like, It's just interesting. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. There's no in between. I'm either watching Law and Order or I'm watching like HG, HGTV, like Ooh. Home Improvement. <laughs> that's kind of my spectrum there. So, yeah. I love it. Erica, how about you? I haven't really watched cartoons in a long time, but I will say um, I do do the Disney. I do a lot of Disney. HBO Max had Looney Tunes on for a while. I don't know if they still do, so I marked that as my stuff, but I think it went (laughs) away after a while. But I was watching them every I love the old Looney Tunes. Mm -hmm. Um, Otherwise, no, I don't really do much in the way of cartoons. 90s cartoons were my jam, but... It was mostly like Tiny Toons and uh, oh, what was Tiny Toons was great. Tiny Toons, Doug, I love oh, Doug. Doug. Yes, yeah. you know things like that. That's good. I dig it. Yeah, Bruiser, all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> anime, nineties, current. You know, what's your favorite anime? Probably Bleach. Bleach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did hear about. that. I haven't watched that yet. Well, there's also the, what, I don't, don't want to say second season because it's already like 15 seasons by itself, but there's a another like sequel to it coming out this fall. Okay. So <laughs> Bleach is still going. <laughs> but yeah, it's up to like 366 wow. episodes. Oh my gosh. One Piece is more like, oh yeah, that, right? Yep. That's one I want to start, but it's just, there's way too many. It's daunting. Yep. Yeah. There's hundreds. That's the one Danny talked about. Yep. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he said like not to start with that one either. He was like, absolutely not. No, that's a title I can remember. I feel. Like. Yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> you've missed out on that one. It's too far gone at this point. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never finish it. T- take you decades. Yeah. See, I like Bleach because like it, I think that would. Well, I mean, obviously it's long, but like it's a good like you go into it and there's a whole bunch of like funny stuff that happens at the beginning, but then you do get like serious arcs and there is a, a real good story, but then. Like you'll be in the middle of something really serious and all of a sudden they throw in like a really funny thing. So it's like, I like mm. the 
like going mm-hmm. back and forth and you know, yeah, keeping it light but also serious. Yeah, I dig it. So, good answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we probably only have time for one more question. So, since we're kind of uh, on a nostalgic kick a little bit, I'll ask, what was your first record, tape, or CD that you ever owned? And you should have to say what it is. <laughs> Are you looking at me? <laughs> Because Hannah, why don't you start? I'll go last. Well, mine, it's not really fair because obviously the first ones I ever had were influenced by my stepmom or my uh, dad or something like that. Like they weren't like Backstreet Boys and stuff. Like I wasn't quite old enough for that. So it was like I wanted my own like Martina McBride CD because I grew up in like the country. Like it's just, you know, that was like what was on the radio Hmm. or like Tim McGraw. Like those were like the CDs and stuff that like. I remember first having, I think I still have them. <laughs> Pretty sure I still have them like in my car in that carrier that no one ever opens again, but pretty sure I still have them somewhere. <laughs> Those CDs when I was a kid. Well, yeah, I figured it would be CDs for you. So why do you keep looking at me? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I'll Tanner. get my turn. <laughs> Tanner, what about you? Um, so I guess mine is a little, I don't know. I guess you can say embarrassing. I don't, I don't know. Um, back in my scene phase in uh, oh, middle yes. school, uh, my first one was probably an all-time low CD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. that's good. Yeah. I don't know which album, but I remember being the first one I actually physically bought was, yeah, some all-time low album. I don't listen to them anymore, but... You should. Are they still doing anything? No, but it's or, the old stuff. Just oh, okay. put it on yeah. your phone. I don't, it just like brings me back to being like... I don't know. The hair middle school and the MySpace page. Yeah. And I just, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's just best to leave that. <laughs> I would just, love to see Tanner's old MySpace. So yeah. what you're saying is I'm going to go find your MySpace page and I'm going to print them out. It was fun. It was fine. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That was fantastic. Um, yeah. As far as me, uh, CDs, I would say ones that stick out, um, Usher confession CD. Oh, yeah. That's, a That's a good one. I probably played that back and forth. Um, I forget what Chris Brown's first CD was called, but I used to play that one over and over again. And I feel like if we're going to talk about CDs, we definitely have to bring in LimeWire. Shout it out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> because Three days for LimeWire, a download. Yes. Literally without <laughs> LimeWire, you would never even be able to make a mixtape. Yeah. I would just download all my favorite songs and put it on one mixtape. That Yep. Back in the day, you kids will never know. Now you could just download a song and just go about know, it. Right? But yeah. There was know. a whole plan, a strategic plan. That was our Friday, Saturday nights is making these CDs. Yes. Mm-hmm. You would write them down in the perfect the list. order. <laughs> yes. Have your friends add to it. Yes. <laughs> it was a great time to be alive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love piracy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Erica, far away. All right. So this today I miss Travis. I really do. No <laughs> yeah, doubt. No I doubt. totally miss yeah. Travis. But my first cassette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is on eight track, right? Yeah, right. But we had those too. It's neither here nor there. That was more my mother. People were probably like, what are eight tracks? Yeah, right. right, right. Uh, but I, I was trying to remember. And I think my first cassette tape was the first New Kids on the Block album. <laughs> oh, nice. That could be worse. But I bought it by mistake because I wanted Hanging Tough, but I got this one. And I was like, I don't even know the songs on this cassette. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think that was my first one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I dig it. I dig yeah. it. Bruce? I think that's probably Linkin Park. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. 
That's a good one. Do you remember which album? It'd be Hybrid Theory. Okay. Good one. That's a good one. Um, I'm trying to remember how old I was. I must have been in middle school. But um, yeah, when I saw this question yesterday, I can't remember exactly how it happened, but I know I was at an, an FYE, I believe. Mm. <laughs> oh, I Throwback. forgot about that. Yes. I, I, def- I was in some sort of CD store, and I remember I bought Jock Jams, but I had slipped. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, what? You guys remember Jock Jams? What is Jock mm-hmm. Jams? So I had slipped. Yeah. I had slipped Life After Death, Notorious B.I.G. in there because it was explicit, and my mom just paid for them both. And I was like, nice. yes. I, I was like, oh my gosh, I got one away. Um, so I guess those would be my first two that I ever bought. Um, I probably asked for like a weird cassette at some point, but I can't remember that far yeah. back. So it's hard, but yeah, jock jams and then life after death underneath. So nice jock jam. I know, I know it works. Jock jams. Yeah. I can't even ever heard of jock no. jams. Oh, oh my goodness. Awesome. Every yeah. game, every game they yeah. played something from jock jams yeah. for sure. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, that's enough for Triple M. We'll move on to uh, our spotlight and go from there. <laughs> Don't make fun of Jock Jams. They're freaking sweet. The name is hilarious. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to bring it up for you so you can see what it okay. is. Okay. All right. Does anyone have a spotlight? Well, this will come out what? Well, it's... Too, like, yeah. I mean, I don't want to speak too soon about Welcome Day, but... Thank you in advance, everyone who volunteered <laughs> to help with Welcome yeah. Day for our new student orientation. And thank you to our line leaders for coming all over this, you know, all summer long, getting trainings and getting amped up and ready for uh, meeting the freshmen for Welcome Day. So um, I'm just very appreciative for all of those peeps. Yeah. I've got two spotlights. First, I'll do the, uh, let's do the New Generation podcast, you two specifically. Um, shout out to you guys for trying something new, staying at it having goals, having dreams. I think that's super cool that you guys want to try to bridge that gap Mm because I think everyone wants to see this area, you know, thrive. I mean, I've never seen in my 34 years of existence, people are trying so hard to get downtown Sharon back to Mm -hmm. a thriving area. Actually, the whole whole area. I mean, I will say Hermitage, Sharon, et cetera. I just saw that the mall got new owners. So what a really cool Mm -hmm. time to be down here, Um, you know. But yeah, shout out to you two for trying to make a difference, the Herald and wearing so many hats. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And then uh, lastly, I'm going to say all of our uh, coaches. We had a coaches meeting uh, the other day. And quite honestly, they are all fantastic. They all want the same thing. They want to see students succeed. They want to see our campus grow. And, um, you know, I, I'm just super excited to see where we can go from here. Uh, before we finish off, let me just thank you guys both for taking the time out of your Fridays, coming down here, being a part of this ridiculousness, and uh, just indulging us with our, our questions and and comments and, of course, nostalgia. It feels like we always go down some sort of road with memories, et cetera. But seriously, thank you guys. Yeah. It's been awesome. No, this has been fun. I yeah. could do another hour if you want. No, <laughs> yeah. <okay>. Yeah. <laughs> and make sure you go download or subscribe to the New Generation podcast and the sports podcast, too. What's it called again? Uh, the New Generation Sports Report. Okay, yes, there you go. That, what, 22nd? It'll, yeah. Check back around then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Check out SharonHerald.com. Yeah. Subscribe to us. You know, check out what the Herald's doing. I think we're doing some cool stuff over there. Some good, important work. So yeah, check out the Herald. Very cool. Seriously. Erica, yes. Oh, 
Shout out to air curtains, y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How we quickly I forgot. We can't miss out on that. No. They provide a valuable service. Absolutely. And, uh, shout out to them. All right. That'll wrap us up for today. Please remember to subscribe and listen. Um, please subscribe and listen to our wonderful friends of, of the program. Like we just mentioned, have a great week. Have a great semester. Um, hopefully the weather's beautiful. You guys are going to kill it this year. And uh, just remember to be kind. And um, we'll see you next week, you jabronis. We are out of here. Bye. Bye-bye. Boom. I know, right? Those ears really just get nice and sweaty. <laughs>